I learned the practice of Lectio Divina from a Benedictine nun. And eventually I, I would find it to be you know, very warming in terms of you know, how I can kind of recollect myself and, and actually pray and maybe lead into meditation. And if you're not familiar with the practice, it's, it's in groups, you basically read a passage of scripture The second time you read it, the person, you kind of let one word kind of permeate and percolate. And then the third time you let that passage, or third time you listen to the passage, you let a prayer sort of form, or whatever prayers form. And that's when you have that spoken prayer. And then the fourth time you hear it, you just rest in the words. And so you do your best to remain silent. And so I had really, you know, done that for many years and not necessarily go through those formal steps but eventually I would go and, and teach those formal steps to um, participants on Insight Timer the meditation app and so I was doing a little research and, and I read somewhere that it, the practice came from Guigo II who was a someone in the Catholic Church and then someone else has said it, it comes from the rule of St. Benedict and just just doing a lot of reading I realized that really that's not that formal practice really isn't where that Okay, you have to read it four times. The first time you do this, and the second time you do this, the third time you do this. Although the word lectio, um, meditatio, oratio, and, and contemplatio, those four words actually come from Guigo II. Guigo II was talking about a spiritual ladder and about phases in the spiritual life not a practice of reading. He was talking about something completely different um, that was based on the practice of reading, meditation, prayer that would lead to contemplation. And in his regard, in the spiritual life, at first we do study and we, we we start in that studying phase and the second phase in our spiritual life we begin to deeply reflect 
on on what these words mean and and who Jesus is and so we kind of go beyond what those words mean and then we go deeper in the spiritual life in our prayers and our prayers have a lot more meaning and that's where we really begin to recognize our humility and drop our sense of pride and drop our sinful desires and that's what he meant by the prayer phase and then maybe from the prayer we jump off into contemplation but even he as many other writers about contemplation and even in the Eastern traditions when they talk about Samadhi or Satori or enlightenment, maybe enlightenment's a little different, but we just kind of get a little glimpse of it rather than this pure state of ecstasy that exists at all times. So how interesting it is that you know, just just by going back and reading this original text, you realize, okay, so many people just took this at face value and said, okay, well, you read and then you do this and this and then you enter contemplation. That that is something that you could enter even as a beginning student in Lectio Divina. And and I just was like, wow, I. I, I realized that, you know, maybe not necessarily I, I was teaching Lectio Divina wrong, but that we make these promises of inner peace as if it can be achieved just in a quick 20 minute practice. It really does take several sessions of dropping and and so so again with Lectio Divina it really is a process but we don't tend to like those processes we we want those quick fixes and so again, that practice that I've been teaching of Lectio Divina, there's nothing wrong with that. And similarly, you know, when we talk about centering prayer, people say, that's not center, that's not the cloud of unknowings. And, and I've even said that. But if it gets people to maybe take a moment and remember God, then that's a start. And maybe at first give them something to aspire to. And there's really nothing wrong with that. But we have to make sure that the aim is one. The aim is God. So 
Although I'll be writing about the origins of Lectio Divina in a, in a few days, um, just always, you know, the next time you hear somebody saying, oh, well, Lectio Divina comes from Guigo II, and I'm like, well, no, no, it kind of has its origins a little bit earlier than that, and it's much deeper than that. And then just follow those steps and just kind of say, okay, my desire is God. <laughs>